Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. Um, we're delighted, as always, to have you with us. And this week, we are diving into potential and possibility. Kind of themes that have been emerging, I, th- I feel, since maybe the beginning of this year, definitely, but even towards the end of last year. Um, so we thought we'd sort of explore it and see what arises from it so you can tap a little bit more into those aspects within yourself. So Bibi, my dear, you're very welcome. Hey everybody, good to be here again. <laughs> so potential and possibility. <clears throat> big, big words, right? And <laughs> um, I think we use them so much as well. So I think it might be, might be maybe helpful just to Maybe look at each one of them mm. through our eyes, sort of like a loose definition or what we mean actually when we talk about this. Because I think when we use words like that um, all the time, they kind of can become a little unsharp and like lose their meaning. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, potential. I think potential is both or has the possibility to do both. It can be really inspiring when you think of potential, what's what's possible you know what's what's there that's not here but kind of swims in the ether but I think potential can also sometimes make life feel quite heavy you know this sort of oh my untapped potential (laughs) you know I'm not evolved enough I haven't tapped into that enough I haven't reclaimed that enough you know I'm not in my full potential or this idea that when we experience maybe difficulty in life we sort of reverse engineer this idea that we're not in our potential we're not fully uh, being ourselves so I think with potential mm-hmm. on one hand there comes hope and then there also and I just want to name that here there also comes like this heavy load of, of guilt that we maybe not being in it I think that's that's definitely one aspect that would be interesting to explore mm-hmm. and then just sort of to me potential is something that is just something us like it's just us in a sense that way like but that we're learning then maybe how to bring it forth in ourselves just within ourselves for ourselves no I like and then it may come out then in other aspects of our life like but like you know you're chatting about sort of the untapped potential then there's the potential that others see in us mm-hmm. and then is that our true potential or is that mm-hmm. something that they see in us mm-hmm. do you know like because it could be something that we're good at but it's really just not the thing that I I'm fully passionate about and it's maybe not the thing I want to be a big driver in my life either on my day to day. So there's all sort of all this unwrapping around it because then like with potential, am I trying to please others with what they want to see or is it really something within me, this potential that I really feel that I want to do almost like be the little carrier of that torch for myself, like, mm-hmm. do you know, like intend to that there to help it really grow and reveal itself even more. Like, because, like, if you think of untapped potential, it's only, a t- we only ever have a little taste of it, like, you know, because we feel it's, there's something there, but we have to tend to it, like, and we have to loosen the tap every so often to know when right. to l- allow more of it to flow, when to maybe begin to sort of screw it down a little bit because it's not needed in those places or in different ways, like. So there's yeah. loads of little things that sit on top of it, I think, like, and around it. Yeah, I think there is, like, when you were speaking there as well, sort of a 
what sort of pinged for me was like this idea of the ripening process, like the ripening of potential. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of potential there or possibilities, you know, but what is ripe right now? And I think a lot of the times when we actually live with an aware state of mind and that willingness to kind of have a conversation with that, you know, it, it's like figuring out what is ripe that's ready to be actually mm. become manifest and also to be okay with having some sort of that potential that's that's made for down the road or yes. maybe the potential is just some swimming around that could be manifested maybe in collaboration or at a different not even just different time maybe in a different way or a different space or in a different in a different way so i think yeah, it's almost like different layers of potential, mm. you know. There's this this potential that's ready, ripe right now that we can step into. And I think when we talk about the manifestation process, that is what we oftentimes talk. How do I make this unmanifest reality, this swirling potential, the possibility, how do I pull that into into my life and make that a reality, mm. right? Um, and I think sometimes also we can get, when we talk about potential possibility, I think we have to watch that we're not too much in the, in the logical mindset because it is not linear in that space mm. at all, you know? And so not everything that sort of comes to mind and swirls around, I think we've talked about this plenty over, over the years in all those episodes. It's lovely to say it's years now that we're recording. Um, coming up to two years nearly soon, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, so when we're, when we're talking about that, then there is things swirling around that is, is just not ripe yet, you mm. know, that, and to have that patience with it and not that linear mind that every idea comes into your mind needs to be pulled in. And I think, I think you mentioned some really important, the projected potential, like from other people project onto you. And I think that's really interesting when we look as well as through human designs with different lenses and different profile lines. I think whilst some of us actually, it's really important for us to, to work with that, you know, because we oftentimes, some of us cannot see it's like the line two I'm talking about specifically for those of you who are interested in. It's like, it's almost like we can't see it within ourselves quite so much. And so we need to have like healthy conversations with people who, who see our true value, the right kind of people for mm -hmm. us in that way to figure out and grow into that over time. But then there's a whole lot of us that um, like maybe attract projections and it's really someone else's idea. You know, they might see something in us that really is for them to explore in their life. And to not get sidetracked, mm. right? So, so how do we, like, do you have any thoughts around how do we differentiate? Like, how do you differentiate between what maybe somebody goes like, wait, Rosaline, that would be a great idea, or you'd be so awesome at doing that, versus when when something truly lands with you? Like, how do you feel that well, in your body? I think a lot of it comes to how you experience, like, yourself and life in general. Mm. Like, do you know, like, we all do that differently, like... So for me, it will be like a physical, like almost a physical, but energetic response. Like, so I feel my energy like responding to it either through excitement or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or through a weight being put on top of me, <laughs> which basically means that's not mine to carry. Thank you all the same. Like, like an, even like if you think back to when you're in school, like, you know, like I think I've referenced this before, but, you know, if you think of going to your careers teacher or your, you know, the parent teachers meetings and all their kind of thing, like, do you know, like when mum was going to those or when I was going like the career place and all that, it was like, oh, no, like, you know, you, she would be really good at, you know, going with all the math stuff and all there because I could do it very easily like mm. do you know that way like even though they all knew I was excellent at art and all there they were like yeah yeah but like you can't really do anything with that like mm. do you know like so there's these things then that sort of 
when we're younger become forming up form become sh- the shape as they form us like mm-hmm. so if you think before that there we pretty much know our potential but our potential starts to get shaped by other people mm-hmm. that way like possibly if we're not able to really understand what's going on which most of us don't when we're young like mm-hmm. that way so it starts being shaped by others of what they maybe want to see like so then as we're getting older or as we're growing and evolving or beginning to think about what do I want in life how do I want to express myself in life it's not that we're going back to that it's like it's already still in us so then sometimes when people may be referring to you oh god you'd be you know this here would be lovely or this could be really good or you'd be excellent this sometimes that's hitting the spark that is there and for some people it will give them that permission nearly to go and explore it do you know like and for people it's affirming oh my god yeah actually I do really like that there I was like okay it makes a wee bit of sense now you know if somebody's getting an astrology reading out there like, and they can some, like know sometimes they'll chat about certain aspects of your stuff and you're like oh my god yeah that's why I always really like that and then it opens a doorway for them to step into but then it's where the ones become to me they always just feel heavy yeah. they feel like they're placing something on you rather than opening something up within you that's how I would describe it for me that's really interesting yeah um for me it's similar a little different like i feel it also in my body but it's it's literally it's like the seas part when (laughs) when 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 the potential is right but it all of a sudden the manifestation process becomes ridiculously easy it's like i'm not even doing anything Mm. i mean i have to show up for life but it's it's not there's no more overthinking there's 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 none of that it's like there's no more anxiety no more self-doubt it's like it's literally to see parts and then now those moments don't happen too often (laughs) (laughs) also when you know uh my 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 type it kind of makes sense you know i think as a projector it's like you want to really learn to to listen to that when things become almost like naturally successful in that way or just like unfold easily just to take that like it might not be necessarily an everyday occurrence Mm. you know it doesn't need to be because usually in my experience when they they kind of open initially and then it has like a ripple effect over years you know and you know and then and not but what's interesting i grew up in a society and in in a a family setting that may resonate with, with some of you who are listening um where not only was effort really highly valued which is not necessarily a bad thing but also there was a huge amount of doubt when things seemed too easy in life so it couldn't be that easy and it's almost mm-hmm. because things were easy they were dis like regarded as a, as a valid option so for me in the growing up process then um and i'm talking growing up in my late 20s and 30s grow, kind mm-hmm. of grown up you know the, the sort of self-work that you and yourself it was so much about understanding and not disregarding when things are easy necessarily it doesn't mean everything that's easy is also like mm. put like potential with ripening um but starting to to allow that let that to be you know um and i think as well like we're shifting collectively as well right around from this idea that that only the the volume of your work counts and like how hard can you work yourself into the ground and we we see like the burnouts Mm -hmm. everywhere and like this idea that no one is happy on a Sunday just suck it up you know like don't think you're so special not liking your job like that's what we're all going through you know and I remember being young and questioning that whole setup I was like that makes no sense if it's like for everyone like that why don't we change that Mm -hmm. you know in sort of my naive but kind of in a way young mind that sees through the bs that's sometimes been established right in that way um 
so so yeah we have an opportunity there i think as well we think of potential we like what you described and and the way my process unfolds if we if we think what is our own process and Mm -hmm. when potential is ripe and to give that a little bit more value rather than just what society told us uh, we need to do so hopefully we don't keep all ending up in in different variations of burnouts and, and frustrations and we get to actually harness um a level of joy that comes with potential, right? A level mm-hmm. of of sort of like self-approving, this quiet courage where you go like, I don't care if anyone else approves or not. Like, I value myself. This is coming through. This seems to be not even ego-related off me. It's coming through me. And here we go. Mm-hmm. This is my contribution to the world right now. And then in the next moment, next moment. So, you know, hopefully, as we're all figuring out our own navigation potential, we kind of, can contribute towards a collective mm. shift in that as well. Yeah, it's like we like we have the we ha- we each have a wellspring within us. Like, mm-hmm. do you know? Like, but we're digging in the ground somewhere else, trying to find a well. Like, and maybe somebody else's well is what we're looking for. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're something that we're told that is somewhere else. Like that we forget really ourselves. Like we forget that that potential is ourselves. That deep well everything that we sort of need is within us like and it's just that life keeps telling us that it's elsewhere like Mm. do you know like it's over here it's over there if you have this it's that if you do it this way you'll get it this way and all too often we don't take enough time just to really consider do you know like how do I know when I'm tapped into you know an aspect of what really is right for me at this moment do you know well that's something that wants to grow within me something that really feels that it's got life force for me that has you know like in a sense nourishes me like mm. versus something that I feel I have to do and I should do and it's the right next step and you know so and so said like you know that's a thing that you need to be doing or whatever like or somebody pulled a card and they told me I should change my job so I better do that that way like you know whatever it might be that you're actually always coming back to your own source and going through this place like you know because we all feel the little the stirrings we all feel you know that little I call it the little smell of the pie that is calling you forth like we all have it like but we just don't give enough time because sometimes it's not an immediate reward as well do you know like what about the potential what about if my potential isn't for it to be fully ripe at this stage in my life but Mm -hmm. if I keep showing up and tending to it and apprenticing to it it will become ripe in its own way and in a possibly and more than likely in a way that I had never even imagined but we're yeah, like that. do now receive now like sometimes and you can still have those pieces but like there's what am I what is my life for what am I apprenticing to like what am I devoting myself to mm-hmm. and I think also steering away again from this linear line of that there is possibly only one right expression mm-hmm. of myself because like, in, in one way that creates a lot of pressure and the other way it also eases the mind because it's like it's it's very simple then for the mind to go am I on it or am I off it it's just mm-hmm. these two it's a 50-50 you know at any given moment but what if there wasn't just one mm-hmm. way you know potential and possibilities mean like choice it's it's like you come into a crossroads and and, and somehow when we when we hear the sort of crossroad, crossroad situations we read into it as if let's say it's like four options well you're coming from one it, it there's only one out of the other three mm, what if all other right what if all other options would be 
really good options. Mm. It's just like, I don't know, do you want to, do you want to drive along the mountains or do you want to drive along the seafront? You know, it's like different experiences and we're just so accustomed to constantly comparing ways and paths with one another like what's the better what's the more successful what's the how do you define better and successful when it comes to to life anyway you know and I think that is actually a real challenge in the way to when we talk about manifesting our potential it's getting over ourselves to think that there's just one way and stepping mm-hmm. out of there am I, am I am I doing the right thing am I doing the wrong thing I don't know what am I supposed to be doing is this the right job is that the wrong job the right the wrong relationship to start thinking of the unmanifest reality that pure potential is like infinite potential many 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 different ways and to not put them into a hierarchical order because i was like we this we're so entrained to do that right it's like even when we go out for a job hunt like what's the best job right now for me or when we go into our dharma search what's my purpose like what's the only purpose like that can't possibly be a different expression in a different job so to step away from that a little bit maybe and and in a way, lighten the load, loosen out, widen the aperture of our vision so we can take in, in, in more and entertain the possibility that, you know, at the crossroads section, you can take a right, a left, and you can keep straight going straight on, you know, and, and no matter what road you're taking on, there will be joyful moments, there will be challenges, there will be lessons to learn, and you're going to figure out a lot about yourself no matter which road you take. Mm. So... But, you know, if we were to live in a society where we all think like that, that's a little harder to, you know, govern and, <laughs> and rule around. It's a little, it's a little scary to, to the top tier of, um, authorities, you know. So it's obviously not something, just think about that even as on a practical level in a classroom. If you had every child kind of coming in and being, wouldn't it be beautiful in a way, but it would be also really challenging for the teacher, right? Yeah. To handle, you know, we couldn't have any, many, as many kids in a classroom. So like there's so many situations in our everyday life from a young age to all the way to when we are in jobs where we're trained out of this idea of there are many different ways and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm easy. Like, you know, there'd be great experiences and along those paths, right? So I think when it comes to manifesting our potential so much has to do with taking the pressure off. Because mm. like the more you put yourself under pressure, what happens is your nervous system again goes into fight, flight or freeze mode, which then means that all of your conditioning filters are coming in and then the potential that yeah was <laughs> limitless through those filters, you sort of the aperture of your vision mm. closes in and you just see a small fraction, probably of a variation of the things you've already done. Mm. So the most important thing, I think, is like getting yourself into an environment where that fight, flight, or freeze response comes down. So you're really at home, you breathe deeply, you're somewhat relaxed, grounded, and you're in touch with, with all the facility, the right brain, the left brain, your logical side, your intuitive side, you know, your ability to remember the past mm-hmm. and also your capacity to vision the future whilst you're all in the present moment. I mean, ultimately, that's why we're doing the practices like yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. breath work, right? I mean, to get you into that moment over and over again. Because like our potential is constantly being adjusted and shaped like in everything that we're doing. So I may have a taste of what it is now, but I have to hold it lightly, like because the version that I am now is maybe only capable of having this, this imagining of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like this, this sort of tapping into it, like which is perfect because that's where I'm at at this moment, like. But then as I continue to grow more into myself, Mm 
that way like that it begins to unfold in other ways like mm-hmm. but if we only think it can only do it this way then we're really we're limiting the possibilities and the potential because I've already strangled it and decided it only has one pathway versus it's allowed to ebb shift and flow I might not like it but it's a, it will probably do that like because who I am in my 20s is very different to who I will be in my 60s, hopefully, like that's the whole idea. So like that potential, I will look back and go, oh my God, I would never even have thought of this trajectory, like this shift in direction, this shift in way of thinking or treating myself. Do you know, like that all allow sort of the holding of that potential and the growth of it to be different? Like, Yeah, I, I love that. It's, it's like flies into that phase of, you know, all of the rules of to we oftentimes call it flaky right it's like oh you don't know what you want or you don't know where you're heading which is quite different to being in your power and open yeah for things to manifest in their own way so you're, you're, you're not flaky about showing up you're yeah. very decisive on that and that's yeah. what you're doing the work on but how things exactly pan out you're not micromanaging life you can't you're surrendering to the mystery. We haven't a balls notion at the end of the day. We don't. Do you know, like, we have an idea. We might have a vision for ourselves. What is delivered to us and how life initiates us may be very different then. Like, mm. do you know, like, so if I cling very tightly, then when those moments that maybe where life is inviting growth or there's initiation going on, that if I only cling to that, then I'm going to make that a very tough journey for myself, mm. like, um, which is just a natural part of, the way our system will react anyway like so it's like for me it's like the, I'm working with what I have at this moment mm-hmm. and still being informed by the potential that I can feel further down the road that I might not have a clear vision but I know if I stay here if I stay where I am and work with what's in front of me then I will keep unfolding and growing and meeting life in general in that potential like but I'm holding it very loosely going at the end of the day, it's a mystery. We're complex beings. We haven't a balls notion. <laughs> yeah, and I think I said in the last episode, you know, it, it is about us and it is not about us. It's this, mm. it's this dual side of being a human being. You know, on one hand, you know, you 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 are naturally engaged and it's like, okay, what's my potential? What am I bringing here? I want to be, you know, fully using this body, this mind, my imagination, my heart space, you know, it's, it's, it's naturally that that is part of the yeah. human story that we want to fully express ourselves, you know, um, that's one thing. The other thing though, if that stands in a vacuum, it can become very quickly egocentric and that the, the strangling mm-hmm. can come on. It's like, what's my dharma? What's my vision? What's my purpose here? Like once I got that, like that's, that's in a way energetically not different to, I want more my bank account. I want to make sure that just mm-hmm. my family is safe and I don't care about anyone else. So we gotta go, how can we fulfill our own and also be connected to the others? And I think when it comes to manifestation, if we think ourselves on one hand, yes, how can I use, you know, how can I be in movement so so that really how I embody myself, how I use my joints, my organs, my bones, my muscles is respectful to the body and brings out its full capacities, you know? How can I do the same for my mind, my imagination, my creativity, and at the same time consider myself as a conduit, a conduit of consciousness where potential flows through each and every one of us to create this reality that we're in Mm -hmm. so to not get hung up in this like 
you know, am I better than the other person? It's like we're all bringing down a different flavor of potential because there is, and this might be a bit out there, but there's our sort of individual potential, if you think of this, like I kind of, you can't see me here, but I'm kind of going like as if it's like a cloud around you or with you, part of your energy body. And then there is also the collective potential and they're, they're connected. Like where my potential ends is where your potential overlaps and the next person's come in. So when we go high enough and subtle enough, there is pure potential. And the way potential manifests itself is through each and every one of us, through the different filters and the different ways. Some of us bring creativity through the written word or through the visual word or through the way they mother or through the way they become teachers. You know, so we're, we're all bringing potential through in a different way. And I think that's really important to see both. What's my purpose? Mm. How can I manifest my potential into reality? But to not forget that we're not a existing in a vacuum that we're co-creating with everyone around us and to also support the people around me to go through a similar process because really we all need each other we all need each mm. other to learn from one another to create this reality and on a practical level we need someone who's a this brilliant baker so we can go and get our croissants from that baker <laughs> and we need someone who's an amazing reiki practitioner or a great yoga teacher or a great accountant like we need we all need each other for this humanity to to exist um, but I think sometimes, sometimes in that very good intention of, of that spiritual sense and the purpose, mm. and we can kind of get lost in that individualism and not connected to the greater. And I think that would be a shame. Yeah, we get like lot attached to the label of it really is what I see. Like, you know, I am a whatever, whatever, like that. Like, so it always has to, not always, but it, in a sense, everything we do ripples out full stop. Like, mm. but if I'm not aware of that there, then maybe how I'm using even my potential can be not rippling out in the way that it possibly could be for the greater good of all. Like, mm -hmm. so like to me, it's like, you know, when we're feeling that potential in ourselves, when we're watching other people and seeing theirs, like that can inspire us. Like, because potential is within us, but we have to be alive to it. Like, yeah. You know, like we have to actually allow it in, allow it out, allow it to grow, tend it, nourish it, give space to it and not just expect that it's going to just magically appear. Like, mm. do you know, like anybody who is really fulfilling their potential, they haven't got there overnight. Like, yeah, they, they've worked at the feet of it. Like, do you know, like to really learn and be with it and tend to it and allow it to ship. Sh a ship shift to change to mold itself to mold them mm. do you know like that it's a it's a relationship like it's not like it owes me or life owes me it's like yeah. whatever i tend to is what is going to grow like mm. and it's this relation again shipping between being and doing again isn't that in a way so we oftentimes focus when it comes about potential and manifesting our future it's all about the doing process the being process is exactly what you said is can I be with it? Can mm. I be with what's ripening? Can I be with those feelings, those ideas, those, can I just be with myself even? Can I just be quiet and undo the doing for, for a while? If that's just for a minute or if that's mm. for like a 10 minute meditation session or if that's, you know, put like, you know, self healing, playing music, there, there's so many different ways. We all have different entry points or even several different entry points into the state. But to have a regular conversation, when I'm saying with self, 
I mean going following that channel all mm. the way through so with self and through ourselves through what's coming through and when you follow that essentially what's coming through back your connection with the infinite right? mm. and and to me that is spiritual living in the, in in both a very subtle and a most pragmatic way so there is this part of me that travels along and goes into this we talk about yoga this idea of connection we don't just talk about uniting body mind and soul yes that's an entry way but what we really talk about going so far is subtle in our understanding and our awareness that we understand we're all connected and not just to human beings mm-hmm. that consciousness is, is is one and so there is this these practices they, they're not just random <laughs> You know, whether it's like the physical movement practice or the breathing practice, meditation practice, like purely energetic practices, which I would consider actually meditation and, and breath work as well, you know, and the physical movement. It's, it's, I always have you in my ears, like it's all energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're different entry ways that are a little more tangible. And along them, I can work myself on different days and over a lifetime into, into the realm of the, feeling and sensing and building a relationship with with the most subtle the most divine the most you know that consciousness that connects us all and runs through me and then at the same time being also a human being with two feet on this earth as mm. i then do the doing so it's like it's the being and the doing they're two sides of the same sort of spectrum as human beings the way we're we're connecting heaven and earth right it's it's said so easily but like how does that play out in an everyday? And to me, it plays out in a manifestation process. And I think it's also a sign of the times when we look how we all collectively, but also individually, how we are manifesting. I don't mean like how, how fully a bank account is or, you know, how successful are like th- those definitions of success. Mm. I mean, consciously, like what's our relationship with the trees, with the animals on this planet? How are we treating each other? Is, uh, in some way a gauge to our ability to walk between heaven and earth like how much can we connect back into that idea that we're all one Mm -hmm. and how much can we pull it down here and make it a reality i think that's what that that the spiritual journey is about that's what what healing is about that's ultimately as well what what you know all those different branches of of witchery and healing and you know like all of those practices are really are about is the different sort of abilities we have to slide along that spectrum between the unmanifest and the manifest. Yeah, yeah. Like everything, like within all traditions, it comes back to we are all one. Like, mm. I think is it three words? We are all one. Four words. Very easily said. Yeah. Do you know, like, and very easily thrown about in the room as well. Not there, like, but to experience it. <clears throat> is a very different mm. different place to be like and not just one with each other like but it is with everything like that when I look out the window it's not a thing the trees are not a thing the stones are not a thing the animals are just not a thing that I am in relationship with them all like and they're in relationship with me like and that everything's living mm. everything everything from the table of the computer the lights everything is living so how am I in relationship with all of it? Like, mm-hmm. but then like the oneness is that we dissolve and we really feel that like, and not just when you're you've done a plant medicine ceremony and whatnot else. Like, it's like what is that in day to day life possibly? Like, even for a moment of remembering that, so that when I'm walking past things or using things that I'm not just, or when I'm buying things, I understand why and where from and whatnot else. Like. Mm. 
And I think that practice of sliding along that spectrum between this physical reality and the manifest world and then back into the potential and like the oneness of it all um, is really our ability to move back and forth and to not get stuck one or the other is, is also mm. something I think really important when it comes and also to caring for and about other people other nations um, and to be able to keep ourselves in a well-fueled enough state so that we can care for others and other people and I think this is this is just also it's just so on a day of where we're recording it's just a topical um and I'm I don't want to go into the details but I do want to mention what is going on in the Ukraine at the moment and our capacity to to witness that and to to watch and Ukraine is one example of many worldwide where where things are very difficult to witness where it's very heartbreaking um but how can I stay in my own power and my own nourishment so I'm able to give that some of my attention I'm not going to be drained into it um I I don't you know uh get lost in that but as a as a human being in 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 2022 um living in a maybe a country where there's no war raging where there's a certain level of you know um sophistication going on and where there's food on my table and when i am involved in those spiritual practices that is also a responsibility of me to use my spiritual practices so i can be nourished enough so i'm not overwhelmed that when i need to open my eyes to what's going on i can open my eyes and i can pull myself back into going like okay this is as much as i can digest or this is as much as i can do right now i refuel and then go into it because when we come to manifestation i think this is such a powerful process and so often I hear it being pulled into the pink and fluffy and this oftentimes rightly so criticized idea of the spiritual world and people are into yoga that just like to dream and do mood boards and to 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 be in that realm and not being able or having the capacity to actually show mm. up you know in the political sphere in the you know with our with neighboring countries but also with just with our neighbor next door who might need like is elderly mm. and might just need some help you know it doesn't like it's the same same neighbor 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 person neighbor country neighbor mm. you know um neighboring planets <laughs> mm. it's 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 all the capacity how can i not let myself be so depleted that i don't care about others and i think there is something in the times where we are in terms of structural change where there is a certain benefit when people are so exhausted that that they can't question their own purpose in life. When you're just so exhausted by the time you come home at night, where the work system is organized in a way so much over time, where your money is never enough, that you're you're constantly chasing your game and just a huge amount, not your own fault, you know, because the system is just set up in that way. And one must ask, is that system, while it depletes you, kind of helpful to keep your eyes from other mm -hmm. things, you know, because if you have a bunch of awake beings that are present, that are in their own power, that are kind, respectful, and also not afraid to open their mouth. That's that's a, that's a scary population to have, right? They're difficult to govern. But I think that's where spirituality, that's where we're doing the whole thing, right? Like, it's so, so everyone gets a fair chance. So I see the, the advantages I might have and use them to create some sort of betterment in the world on some level. 
And so I think in that way, the manifestation process is not just something pink and fluffy that we do, but it can actually flow into mm. activism. It can flow into, you know, if you're a writer, how you write, what you choose to write about, if you can't write about certain things in, in your in your publication, there are other ways of publishing things, mm. you know. And so that's what I'm talking about, manifesting a new world, you know, a new world, a new way of living your future, whether it's living, moving from a from a job that you hate into a job that you love is not disconnected from everything else mm. that's going on around us. And I think to not let that out of out of our eyesight. So it's, yes, it can be pink and fluffy and it can be in the unseen. It can be dreamy. It can be mysterious, mysterious and beautiful in that way. But it can also be very much hands in the dirt, get on with real life. And we need both, I think. Well, there's two sides of the one coin. Like, yeah. you know, it's not one or the other. It's spirituality in a sense is life mm. and life is full of all spectrums of everything like that mm. way like you know if you want to go very like good and bad there's so much in between like do you know like to let go of those labels so that's all of life but if I'm constantly in fight or flight freeze or fawn if like, like if I'm run down burnt out tired if I feel like I'm constantly trying to make my ends meet I'm trying to get the kids to school trying to get this trying to get that it's hard for people then to try to climb their way out of that like yeah do you know like and it takes a like the fucking support of a community nearly like really like but it takes a lot of strength and courage to go I'm cycling off five bloody minutes to myself do you mm-hmm. know like initially we want to go I need a week away to figure it out I'll go on my retreat come back and nothing's changed like everything's changed but nothing's changed because I'm like mm-hmm. now overwhelmed by all the changes I have to make do you 100%. know like yeah. so there's this sort of again right yeah, back into it, like, you know, so there's this, okay, the little, the little pockets where I can begin to reclaim myself, my time, my energy, mm-hmm. my focus, my potential, like, mm-hmm. because also to me, like, sort of, I think at the very beginning, we were chatting about, like, sort of the untapped potential, like, but to me, the unlived life is also telling me sometimes and directing me towards my potential. Or the parts of me that are looking at this moment to go go and give me a little bit of space in the pot here because like you've left me lying on the floor and I can't get my roots into anything like, do you know, like I just need a just give me a little inch. And like if you just water me and look at me every so often, you might find I start to grow, do you know, like so to me, those are gateways as well. Like the frustration can be a gateway, do you know, the anger, whatever it might be towards what actually is calling me and looking for my attention at this moment like and what mm-hmm. is maybe that potential that is sitting at the doorway waiting to be let in and fed mm-hmm. and i think it's really important to name that as well that built into the human story and our exploration of ourselves throughout a lifetime there are periods that aren't you know straightforward and you can't just mm. manifest your way out of it and i personally i believe out of some situation you're not even meant no. yeah to to manifest yourself out of that you know mm. um because there's some some kind of and i'm talking about these situations i'm not talking about like something you know physically or otherwise unsafe i'm talking about the the lukewarm water bath for a while where mm. life is just so bland for a while you like in and whichever way you turn and look at it you can't find inspiration or you can't find you can't get your feet underneath you and to really honor that as well like we're not supposed to be always on on point on potential manifesting yeah. it all the time like there has to be times to go in 
in order to go back out. And there mm. will be these small cycles where that happens on a day-to-day basis, right? You go into bed at night, you're just done. Mm. But there are also these macro cycles that happen every so often, like end of our 20s would be one, late 30s, early 40s is another big cycle, like in around our early 50s, another big cycle. These are massive structural cycles. They kind of, they restructure so much on the inside mm-hmm. that like you wouldn't even be able to really hold out life that much you know on the outside so you're just hanging on by your bare minimum this is not when you live your best life although you're living your best life but it's been shaped on the inside you know so yeah. just to name that as well and give ourselves um, freedom to be in those parts which isn't really programmed into our structure either right we don't grow up with this idea we're not being told at school do you know what you go out into the world for a couple of years and then when you when you turn nearly 30 you're gonna take two or three Mm. years years off to just just to digest what happened and then you couldn't do the same in your 40s like this is not how we live life right we have bad labels for this like midlife crisis or Mm. like she's losing it or he's having a nervous breakdown and you know there's so much on this whereas there are times where that's really needed and I think that's important Mm -hmm. that we keep that in mind while we're talking about the the other aspect when we're actually consciously engaged in life and going making things happen right yeah that's to me that's where the question is like can I be where I am Mm. at this moment like and how can I actually be here like do you know, like, because, like, I remember chatting to somebody and I said to him, like, you know, everything you're telling, it's a death phase. And they're like, oh, my God, that's it. That's it. And they're like, how do I get out of it? And I'm just like, you don't. there's certain death phases that, and most, that's nearly all of them that I have met and experienced myself. There's no getting out until it's done. It's yeah. done with you, like, because mm-hmm. it's, in a sense, the forge. It's the anvil. It is the thing that is shaping you, like, and if you come out too soon, you're just, you're still there and you'll still go on through life and all there, like, but there's a chance you're not fully formed from that experience and somewhere you'll maybe have to go back and down the doors again to find out. Like, mm. but to me, it's like every, every fa- there's different phases in life. Like mm. sometimes I, we're out and about and sometimes we're in the cave, Do you know, like sometimes we're just doing deep inner work. Sometimes all the work we're doing is just for us and not for anybody else. And other times where it's all for us, but we're not given that space to do that because ideally when somebody's going through those phases, it would be head on off there, head out to the wilderness, come back in a year or so, everything's paid for, wherever you want to go, just use that credit card, head off. Mm -hmm. And some people may be able to do that, but the majority can't. So you're trying to live in the liminal while living in a world that is trying to tell you to produce, produce, produce. Like, Yeah. So really we're forging our own path, like our own ways. Yeah. And in, in, in those sections, I think there's this time where, you know, because we have entered a time though where there's a lot of self-awareness and work on ourselves where we're doing this, you know. So there's some some focus on the, the external manifestation. Mm. And that's oftentimes what we think as well, right? Manifesting our potential is like, yeah, but, but it's not just happening when you leave the front door and you go out to work. It's like you're actually manifesting like the energy you live in. <laughs> so that's that internal manifestation as well. Um, but then there's also obviously there's times when you, you question and you do maybe the shadow work and the inner child work and things like that. And I always think then there is these times where you're not doing anything, like you're literally being reworked. And I, the way I'm thinking that is like, it's like greater forces are reorganizing your inner compass. Mm. It's like, it's hands off for you. It's like, and you're not going to walk anywhere because your campus isn't working. You have no idea where you're going. And there's an intention behind this, the fact that you have no energy to do anything all day long because like your inner orientation is mm-hmm. going to be rewired as a new 
iteration of you in a way on its way and and that needs a time to click in and then the inner work starts of integrating that and then you start to manifest mm-hmm. on the outside yeah. as well so thankfully we don't have this inner compass like surgery uh, every week yeah. yeah but um but when those times they can be really frustrating as well because there's like you know you might be at a point in time where you go okay i've got i've heard of the shadow work and i've done it and i'm reflection and i'm doing all the writing and doing the sitting with it and like <laughs> you're doing do, all the right do, stuff all the right things <laughs> and nothing is changing you know and so th- there is that other part where like you mentioned so beautifully at the beginning where there's there's this mystery you know where and and a way of that helps me to think about that phase and i really don't know if i'm just thinking that just to make it easier for myself but whatever gets you through those times but the way i think of that is almost having new dreams wired into mm. you there are new values being programmed into you. There are new capacities sort of like literally planted into you. So, you know, in those times where you really hands off and where you just just make sure you get to brush your teeth and sometimes not even that, go under the couch and sleep again or get yourself just to Mm. work back and don't question deeper meaning for for a while. Sometimes that can be a long while. Um, To think of that as then that there, there, there are new things being wired into you that helps me to not lose it in mm. those times, you know, and stay with it. Because mm. I have a teacher says, um, I'll not get the words exactly right. So he goes, if you don't know what to do, sit still. And after sitting, if you don't know what to do, sit still a little longer until something, it could be days, weeks, months, even a couple of years until something comes that you can get up and move with then like, and that's How hard, difficult like, is that, right? That's hard, like, and it's, that's to be honest about that path. It is B A T C H that way, like, but it's hard, like, do you know, like, but it is, it is good medicine at the same time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, on that little note, will we wrap up? <laughs> yes. So, everybody, if you don't know how to have any answers, sit still. <laughs> but um, we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Take a little time just to consider. Maybe what is right within you, within your own potential at this moment and even feeding the little possibilities that you feel stirring within you. As always, feel free to drop us a little email or come to our little Instagram at secret-voyages.com. I think it is. It'll be in the show notes as well. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your time and energy and we look forward to connecting next week. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. 